0: We put the all in All Sports Talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's All Sports Talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. Hey, this
2: is Bonnie Hale with All Sports Talk. and We would like to uh, wish you a Merry Christmas and also a Happy New Year. as Christmas right around the corner. Um, not much going on right now. We got some holiday basketball tournament. The Lady Raiders did win last night, 83 to 42 over Northern Kentucky. Savannah Wheeler with 34 points, and not to be piling it on, but that's as many points as the men scored on Tuesday night when they lost 71 to 34 out at St. Mary's. But hopefully they'll get it back together tomorrow. Our guest today is um, none other than the coach. He's been on both sides of beatings before. Preston, when you get drilled, of course, football's different than basketball. You got to brood over it for a week. Where basketball, typically, you've got to turn around and get ready. How did did you handle the bad
3: losses? Well, usually practice the following week wasn't all that pleasant. (laughs) Uh, So you know. you're looking at, you know, money. It just depends on who beats you back. You know, you get you get beat by. Uh, we normally played the, the Division One schools pretty close. Uh, and when we played, you know, we came back out after uh, Nebraska game at halftime and took a pretty good beating. And uh, but it, you know, up till you know through the first half, we played pretty good. Uh, same thing at Florida State. So and North Carolina State uh but you know when you get beat by somebody else bad uh get beat period working at uh middle for Compton was not good anyway, but if you got beat bad, the next week was not very fun at all
2: and at there, all and there were certain teams within your league if you got beat whether it was one point or 21 points, it wasn't going to be good at all?
3: No. If you got beat in lead play, it wasn't good at all, period. But, you know, if you got beat by uh, certain teams that you shouldn't be, Tennessee Tech being one of them, then – I only had that experience once, Monty, and that was my last game to coach there. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't really have to have to suffer through the next few weeks of that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was not—it was not pleasant.
2: Let me ask you this: You ever go into a game and uh, you know, play? Most players are smart enough when they look at film. You've got to show a film, um, knowing that you're going to kick the – bejeebies out of somebody, I would think that would be a tough week of practice as well.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, you're always concerned that people are going to just take it for granted you're going to win, and that's not the case. So, uh, you know, that's why you play the game. So, yeah, those teams that were uh, not, you know, didn't look very good. Uh, that would be a a hard week of practice. Now, most teams that were really good, uh, you know, the players understood that, knew it was going to be a competitive game, and it was, uh, you know, the assistant coaches were, you know, a little more uh, demanding that week and trying to make sure that we understood everything that was going on, and coach would just kind of, you know, unless practice was really bad. But in most cases, you know, we'd, we'd show up and compete. Really well, with an understanding of, of who we were playing in the good years in the bad years, you know who know what was going to take place
2: so well you uh, didn't you didn't have many years you didn't have many games where you just got just just stomped. but did you ever go into the games in your back of your mind saying, well we're, we're going to have to play up a notch and they're probably going to have to play down a notch for us to win, or did you always think you were going to win?
3: Well, you know, from '89 to '92, thought we were competitive with anybody we lined up against. You know, in '86, '87, and '88, we were six and five those three years. So, you know, didn't know really. You know, you it was either even or we were underdog. In '93, too. So, uh, you know, during the good years, you thought you were going to be competitive, and then the years that weren't so well. You know, it was toss-ups to we were the underdogs. So, you know, it just depends on what kind of team you put out there.
2: Yeah, I remember back when I was young and when Boots first got here, you know, first couple years were tough. And that third year they were starting to turn the corner because they had such a great defense. And uh, they're playing Murray State one day at home. And I think middle had – Two first downs and crossed the fifty once and won like thirteen to nine. All on defense.
3: Yeah, been on both sides of that where we were really good on defense and not as good on offense. Uh and then, you know, we were really good on both sides of the ball in uh eighty nine, ninety, ninety one ninety one Not as good on defense as the year before, but then really good on '92, Uh, and then you know, uh, really good on defense, struggling on offense, win some close games, and then '93 we were terrible on defense and pretty you know pretty dead gum good on offense. So uh, you know, you you just do what you have to do to win the game, and understand what your strengths and weaknesses are, and. try to play to the best of your ability, um, understanding that, you know, we'd always been pretty solid in the kicking game in every one of those years. And, you know, so that, that helps.
2: Were you, um, were you on the staff when middle one at Northern Illinois? I, I was, you know, I remember about that game. Um, they had a running back, LaShawn Johnson, who, um, I think he played for the Cardinals and the Packers. The running back was really good. And I remember Jabari Troutman intercepted a pass and took it to the house. And um, Dennis Mims out of Nashville had an 88-yard punt return. And y'all beat him like 14-10 to or something like that. So that was another uh, defensive game. And, I think mean, Johnson had about 130 yards, but it seemed like he controlled him. And, you know, uh, the following week, uh, they played Southern Miss at home, and Southern Miss was really good then. That's when they were scaring all the SEC teams to death to the point nobody would play them anymore. And um, they just waxed the field with Southern Miss. But I remember one thing. I don't remember who the coach was.
3: Yeah, the coach was a former assistant at the University of Oklahoma. In fact, the offensive coordinator and I went to college together. So that was kind of an interesting conversation Uh, pregame. So I knew a lot of those guys on that staff. But one of the things that I remember about that game is uh, uh, they had some tells offensively where uh, you knew what they were going to do based on – you know, some of the formations, and uh, they didn't have a complicated pass route. Uh, you know, they didn't have a lot of complicated pass routes. So when the ball would snap and we get a certain release out of the inside receiver, we would be running to the spots of where the pass was going to be thrown. Uh, literally knew exactly where it was going, but... Uh, Either the underneath guy the curl route and we were running to those spots with certain people and we're going to do that until they uh until they did something different and they never did so that was one of the reasons we were able to contain them a little bit we we could get an idea of what what the play was going to be
2: and one thing i remember about that coach uh, during the interviewing session you know they come out and make their thing he goes well, I told you all week, and y'all wouldn't believe me. I told my athletic director, and he didn't believe you. I told told you we were playing a really good football team, but nobody seemed to listen to me, including our players. Next question.
3: <laughs> That's one of those games where you take people for granted.
2: You look at what their jersey yeah. – Coach Herzer likes to always say, we looked at what their jersey said.
3: That's right. That's exactly right. You know, that was kind of the case when we played Florida State. They were told that we had rode down on the bus and, uh, you know, we're staying in a flea bag hotel and we're, you know, all these cult stuff and we'd flown down, you know, we'd done it like the big boys did and uh, they'd benched their starting center for poor effort the week before and they'd had it anyway. They'd done all kinds of stuff to beat those guys up and we played their tail off in the first half, and then they started – then the starting center came back in in the second half. And you could tell that he was not happy about not starting the game.
2: <laughs> All righty. You listen to All Sports Talk. This portion brought you by First Bank. Now with five Murfreesboro locations, including 2670 New Salem Highway and – 2782 South Church Street. We'll take a break and be right back.
4: You know, everyone has a more. First, it's a pony, then, to be on the cheer squad. Your more grows up just like you do, but your more can still carry you away or make you cheer. At First Bank, Banking Local gets you more. More of our time, more access to local bankers, more flexibility, and more product choices because getting more empowered and confident helps you pursue your more that never grows old. First Bank, bank local, get more. Member FDIC.
2: If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Shop local, Fair Construction Company. I'm Ron Hall. Investing in property can be nerve wracking. It does not have to be. Fair Construction offers high quality craftsmanship, quick response and attention to detail. Our goal is to keep your expenses low while focusing on our attention on high quality services. I'm Ron Hall, Shop Local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company.
5: You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, Call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything.
0: I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615 893 1417 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. The coach, Preston O'Neill, joins me. Um, Preston, MTSU, with their first signing cl- class under Derek Mason. Of course, obviously, he was very excited about it, and um, I know um, I don't know the young man that stayed on staff. He's kind of in charge of all the recruiting visits and and all that. I do know his father-in-law very well, and he said that. Um, Coach Mason pretty much told him, said, you know, tell the wife and kids goodbye for a couple weeks because we've got to go blitz this thing. And it looks like they recruited some of the players that they were already after anyway, but there's some sprinkles here. I mean, there's like eight or nine from Georgia, Florida, a little bit of Juco, a little bit of Portal, but a lot of high school kids, including – Kind of went after Nashville, which makes sense because obviously, with Coach Mason having his time in at Vanderbilt up there, you know I tell you what, they got two really good-looking prospects from Pearl Cone, and I don't remember Middle really tapping that market.
3: Uh, You know, that's been some of the things that you know many of the people uh, you know have been, you know, have not been happy about that there hadn't been enough local kids recruited. Uh, if you look at the entire stab money, there is an increase in local, uh, the entire uh, uh, recruiting group, that class, this class. Uh, there was some local kids, more so noticeable you know, than what it has been in the past. And some of that's the uh, press that they provided about the local kids that have been assigned. But, uh, you know, there was a, still a good contingent from Georgia that were in that group you know and i'm going to stop here money and i and i'm going to get on my soapbox for a little for a second i want to take my hat off and say uh, what a great person and family that Rick Stockwell has uh, he's left uh, after 18 years and Brent being his son has stayed on the staff got some compliments from a couple of people about how well he recruited and how much the guys that he recruited liked him and the character that it takes uh, and the guidance his father has given him for stepping up to the plate and continue to do his job and representing the university that fired his father. In a lot of cases, these situations would take would take place and your father would be let go and you'd walk right out the door behind him. Uh, and I can only imagine that uh, Coach Stock had a long conversation with Brent about taking care of his family, that this had no reference on him and the job that he was doing, and what a great sign of character that both of them have in handling this situation uh, as true professionals. And so, uh, you know, another great sign that Coach Stocksville is an outstanding person and he's done a great job raising his son. Uh, and I hope he gets to stay. Because right now, when you look at the staff, Monty, they've got seven uh, offensive coaches and five, including Coach Mason, on the defensive side. Now, that's 12 people, if my math's right. And with that being said, three of them, you know, three of them got to go. You know, you can only have nine. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he does with the rest of the staff.
2: Yeah, that's a, a point very well taken. And as you said, a testament to the character of uh, that family. Um, as I mentioned, um, they did hit the portal a little bit. Uh, Vanderbilt um, got a wide receiver, six-two, one-ninety, 190. Um, a defensive back from Indiana a wide receiver from Auburn, and a safety from Wake Forest, who will be um, a senior. Uh, He's from Chattanooga, as I said. And, um, you know, when you look at what Middles lost, they've lost about 10 to the portal, including this week uh, Jacoby Thomas, a three-year starter at safety has gone to U T and he's ranked the number twelve um safety in the in the entire portal. So um they've had to do a little bit of that. Um I think they signed a junior college player. Um I think they basically wanted to go in field depth. What I think Coach Mason said was manage their roster. They do have a couple other local kids. They've got a defensive back back from Brentwood. Uh, They brought a couple quarterbacks in, including um, the former. Trying to find his name here. Not having any luck, of course, when I try to do it. But um, he was at CPA, signed at Cincinnati. Ultimately, ultimately went to a junior college. And uh, Mason was uh, very complimentary of Nick Bodyauto. He goes, "I think we got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but we wanted to bring people in for competition and depth." So uh, I think he's kind of he's kind of mixing and matching. He knows where they need help at, you know, defensive line, and um, you know, certainly on that side of the ball, they've lost some really good players to the portal. And as he said, we're not through. You know, you typically used to think you signed 25 players. Well, this portal has changed things. I think they signed 24 yesterday by my account on um, com, And um, he said he's in the neighborhood of 10 that he can re-sign. So they're going to still be recruiting uh, for the late signing
3: period. Yeah, sure they are. And so, you know, some of those guys that – May or may, may not. Uh, I don't know what the status is. And you know, money. And your quarterback's name is Luther Richardson. Yes, six three, two hundred twenty five. It played at Lipscomb Academy, as I am looking at Raiders dot com right now in the East. He was.
2: Uh, um, he was an outstanding high school quarterback. Um, him and Oakland had a well of a game the year Oakland was really really loaded. I mean. Um, I think one of the best three teams you could debate, uh, the team that Jordan James was on, um, and he's now at Oregon. Um, and this kid he he was something special and you know, um you know, he was taught by Trent Dilfer, who um mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean I, I think he knows a little bit about quarterbacking, so that's uh, good to have. I agree, though. It's good to have depth and competition.
3: Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how this, you know, how this goes. And I, am you know, there's a lot of people that spend a lot of time studying all these signees and, uh, you know, getting all excited about three stars, four stars, and all this stuff. Uh, I, I've never got real excited about recruiting and all the – press that goes with it it's you know the proof's in the pudding right two years from now let's see how all works
2: it's our it's hard to get a gauge on your non power five recruits i mean what was kevin byard a one star so i I don't care about stars either Um, yeah uh, at, at all i don't give a crap about stars and how middle ranked against Louisiana Tech in recruiting. You know, that's that's some guys that um, probably don't know the game as much as they think they do, deciding who gets a three-star and a four-star. What I did like about what he said was we went after height. We got height, we got speed, and we got physical guys. And we got guys that can do the work in the classroom, and and then then you can just look and see, you know, which they went. I mean, they signed like eight freshmen out of the state of Georgia. They did. I like the fact that I, they. I like the fact they didn't load up on the portal. Use it where a couple guys can help you here and there, you know.
3: Yeah, they're not going to be you know in a running for you know those. Already proven players uh, that have film uh, that are going to go into the you know into the Power Five. Uh, but I'm glad you know I, I didn't see his quote, but I did notice when I was looking over these signees uh, how much height they did recruit. I mean, there's two receivers in here that are you know six two, six three. Uh, some offensive linemen that you know are six four and six five, which we haven't seen six three. You know, uh, some of these guys with that size and weight. Uh, so it'll be interesting as they come along to see what their true athletic ability is. And uh, you know, are they mobile? Are they able to move around? Are they just big guys that are going to lay on you? Uh, I'm sure that when they recruited them that they thought they had the athletic ability to play and and have better height than uh uh what maybe we've seen in the past and also money speed kills uh if you can run you know that's not a talent that that you can coach you can develop a little bit get them a little bit faster but uh speed creates all kinds of problems uh it, much you know, size is a big difference. But man, when you're big and you can run, or you're on the outside and uh, uh, you can create problems with speed, uh, it, it, uh, it it changes the outlook on on what your opponent thinks.
2: And uh, another local product, as he Coach Mason mentioned, um, they tried to hit affect their offense, their defense, and special teams. Grant Chadwick, he has got a huge leg. All-State punter from um, Tullahoma. And, you know, you can't underestimate that either.
3: No, you can't. You can't. Uh, you know, that's the third phase of the game, the kicking game, and the kicking game. And that's where the hidden yardage comes from. Uh, you know, you knock a 60-yarder, 70-yarder out of there from deep in your own territory, and, and the field position doesn't change as much. You know, you kick a 30-yarder, and now somebody's got it middle of field in the plus territory, and uh, that changes the uh, changes you know changes the field position greatly and gives the opponent uh, you know some some advantage. Uh, so yeah, the kicking game kicking game plays a big part of it.
2: Matter of fact, you might say the Titans' MVP on offense was their punter before they just had. Um, Special teams breakdowns and got his leg all mangled up. Um, he flipped the field as good as any punter I've, I've ever seen. So, yeah. All righty, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break and we'll be right back.
0: If you're not waking up to the wake up crew, Here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss The Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. (laughs) The guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop.
5: Good afternoon. It remains heavy trying to get up through Millersville from an earlier crash on 65 going northbound through that section of Sumner County. Heavy out here where you would expect this time of the afternoon. 440 eastbound as you approach Nolensville. Pike 24 has been in decent shape so far as far as accidents. Now there's some volume building on 24 out through Rutherford County as it builds even more out in West Nashville on I-40. Especially passing 46th Avenue here. Continuing all the way out into Kingston Springs. Princess Hot Chicken is catering here this holiday season. Check out their menu at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
4: This is Pastor Nikki Ajapong, the lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel in Murfreesboro. Hear our sermons on WGNS every Sunday night at 730. Our congregation is made up of a variety of nationalities. Visit Holy Hill Chapel, TN.org to hear our podcast.
6: Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall. Often, when a man or woman finish pre planning their funerals with me, I hear, We should have done this 10 years ago, or I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we We often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late.
2: In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and
1: auto. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance.
5: for business, auto, home, and life insurance.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
6: Well, good afternoon, everybody. We come to you today from Cedar City, Utah where the Blue Raider basketball team will face the Thunderbirds of, of Southern Utah tomorrow. Tell you about that in a minute. But last night at the Glass House, the Lady Raiders took an early punch in the nose, but hit back with a flurry after striking back from an early seven-point deficit to dominate the rest of the way against Northern Kentucky, defeating the Norse 83-42 at Murphy Center. After the Norse made their first four shots of the game to take a 9-2 lead, the Blue Raiders countered with an 8-0 run entirely on the back of Yula Yulia Grabovskaya, who scored eight straight points off the bench, while dominating the offensive glass to take the lead for Middle Tennessee. A trio of three-pointers, one from Savannah Wheeler and two from Jalen Gregory, set the Lady Raiders up with a seven-point lead after one quarter and set the tone for the rest of the night at the glass house. Middle picks up their 10th win of the season against just three losses. Next up, after some time off for the holidays, Middle will hit the road to complete the final leg of the Conference USA WAC Challenge, traveling to Grand Canyon University in Phoenix on December 30th. That will be a 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon tip-off for that ball game. Mentioned the men are here in Cedar City to take on Southern Utah. Tip-off tomorrow night is at 7.30. The Blue Raiders traveled in from uh, Oakland, California yesterday, got in last night, had about an hour and a half practice the last evening. They'll practice about two hours tonight and then a game day workout before the ball game tomorrow night at the America First Event Center on the Southern Utah campus. We'll have the broadcast beginning at 7 o'clock Central Time with countdown to tip-off and the game beginning at 7.30. Turning to football, Coach Derek Mason has hired Cornelius Williams as the new wide receiver coach for the Blue Raiders. He comes from uh, the University of New Mexico, but was a player at Troy. Of course, yesterday was National Signing Day, and Coach Mason and his staff signed 23 players Uh, to the Blue Raider ranks, he talks about the overall recruiting class and how it fits in.
4: Now, you know, as I take a look at this class, I I look at um, some things that we really wanted to focus on. We wanted to focus on speed, uh, height, length, athleticism, physicality. Physical toughness, physical tough and intelligent was what we talked about uh, as a staff. Okay, in terms of identifiers, but we also wanted to make sure that we got dominant traits. Okay, and those dominant traits transfer to the football field. So uh, I'm excited about this group again. Okay, we have mid state area players, we have players from, uh, you know, southeastern uh, United States, we've got players from in and around, you know, in our area, uh, an abundance of players from Georgia. I think, man, we've been able to get some of the finest high school talent. Uh, you know, as you look at our roster, and then you couple that with being able to get some portal impact players as well as some um, physical, talented, uh, and long junior college players. This is, this is the model for us. And this early signing period uh, showed that we can uh, push ourselves in the idea that in order to go places we've never been, we have to do things we've never done. So to sign a class of 23 today uh, means something. It's a first here. Uh, for December class and it won't be the last but it is definitely my first class the foundation for which uh, MTSU football is going to be measured as we move forward
6: all right that's it for today we'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow
0: whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul Hall's Auto Care is here for you we're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014 you'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at HallsAutoCare.net. Halls Auto Care.
6: Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I wanna be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, It's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Coach, did you know Calvin
3: Short? Uh, Just a little bit, you know. Uh, I didn't recruit Gallatin, but obviously, you know, we came into contact with one another. he Had done such a magnificent job uh, at Gallatin uh, during the heyday when they were involved in the state championship run every year uh and not only a outstanding football coach but an outstanding person uh and you know had a had a great tradition and legend uh status in Gallatin and uh uh the world has lost a, a really good person. Yeah um a
2: friend of mine's married to his daughter Kelly and certainly wish uh uh thoughts and prayers for all of them. Uh Coach Short's teams were very synonymous with physical football. I went and saw um, Oakland and Gallatin probably back in 87. And I'm going to tell you what, you better put the women and children up. Because, I mean, that game, that game, it looked like a college game. And, I mean, it was just. I guarantee you, him guys couldn't have gone through a gauntlet of a practice the next week. I think mean, Oakland won like thirteen to ten or twelve to ten, something like that. But I tell you, the thing Coach Short had um, won three straight, won three state titles, three runners up, and he finished with two hundred five victories. And Preston only tasted defeat thirty times in seventeen years.
3: We had a great run, Uh, and, you know, Gallup, again, during his time frame, Gallup one of the most respected and feared high schools in the state of Tennessee and a great human being. Yes. Loved him. Uh, He did a great job with those kids, not only from a coaching standpoint, but uh, being a mentor and an example of how to live life.
2: And a former Blue Raider on top of that. Correct. So, again, thoughts and prayers for uh, that family. All right, moving on. You know, me and you picking these bowl games—if that's what you want to call Um, it—I tell you, Preston, it's about who's who's not playing. Then (laughs) you got to know who's not playing in these games.
3: You know, Money my dad was getting it and my dad's getting into a pool, uh, with a bunch of his friends and called and asked, you know, let's pick some games. Help me you know, let's look at this. I want you input on it. So we got down to Maryland and Auburn and I picked Maryland. Then I asked him uh yesterday or somewhere in that name, I said, Did you turn those games in? And uh he said, yeah, I've already turned them in because i was going to switch to Auburn because the, Maryland's quarterback is laying yeah. out. to his Didn't brothers announce out. not until after we picked the game. Yep. So, you know, it's a crapshoot picking these games because you don't know who everybody who's playing and who's not.
2: That's why I picked Um, um Old Dominion over Western because their quarterback laid out, and they ended up getting down to their fourth Stringer up twenty eight nothing.
3: Well, my I had to pick Arizona over Oklahoma uh, for that same reason. They are starting the freshman quarterback. You know, Gabriel left and went to Oregon, and I, I you know, they've had some offensive linemen in Bales. uh Did I tell the story about one of their offensive linemen and the money he asked for in NIL? Which one? Oklahoma? Oklahoma, He walked in the office. They offered him an NIL package. He countered to make him the most uh, highly paid, which I have a hard time saying, uh, college offensive lineman in the country. Oklahoma matched the offer. He immediately went in the portal to see if he could get more money out of somebody else. I mean, it's that crazy. There's no rules. I don't know how the coaches are doing it. NCAA or somebody's got to step up and uh, put some rules of regulation on this. And, and they're going to talk about, you know, being sued and all that. The NFL has, you know, maximum. they got contracts. There's no contracts. Those guys can come and go almost as they please. Uh, there's something that's got to be done to, to give some regulations on this. Uh, money – Years ago, not long ago, the talking heads were all making it—you know—making a big deal out of The coaches could come in, they could leave whenever they wanted, and just leave those poor kids sitting there without the coach that recruited them. Well, now it's 100 percent. You know, the players can sign, and nine months later, they're out the door uh, with no repercussions
2: for leaving that school. Yep. As Lane Kippen as, as said, and I he makes a good point, and he's not a big fan of the portal, but he's going to use it. He said, he admittedly said, hey, you better use it. He, like he said, he goes, there is no free agency like it in any sport in the world.
4: No,
3: none whatsoever. Uh, You know, I still can't get over the highest paid offensive lineman in college football. I just, I I don't, I, I can't get that. Just don't get it.
2: All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back.
0: Good afternoon. It remains heavy trying
5: to get up through Millersville from an earlier crash on 65 going northbound through that section of Sumner County. Heavy out here where you would expect this time of the afternoon. 440 eastbound as you approach Nolensville. Pike 24 has been in decent shape so far as far as accidents. Now there's some volume building on 24 out through Rutherford County as it builds even more out in West Nashville on I-40. Especially passing 46th Avenue here. Continuing all the way out into Kingston Springs. Princess Hot Chicken is catering there this holiday season. Check out their menu at PrincessHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
0: We do it your way at yeah. Pizza.
5: You can order Spurl's favorite pizza online, SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance?
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk.
2: This portion brought to you by First Bank. With 82 locations across the Southeast, including Murfreesboro, Woodbury, Smyrna, and Nashville, that's First Bank. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. All right, you ready to pick 'em?
3: Yeah, we're we start. Are we going back to this? We're going to start this weekend, right? We're, we're going to do this again.
2: We're starting Saturday, and we'll take it through next Thursday, the 28th. All right, bro. All right. Seven games Saturday. We'll start with the Camellia Bowl: Northern Illinois versus Arkansas State.
3: Northern Illinois. I
2: agree. Duke versus Troy. I tell you what, Preston. I'm taking Troy.
3: I am too. They're seven point favorite.
2: Um. Anyway, uh, MTSU schedule next year open up with Tech. Go to Ole Miss, play Duke at home, and play Memphis on the road. So, not as brutal as it has
3: been. Which Tech? Tennessee Tech?
2: Yes. Okay. Okay, um, Armed Forces Bowl. Air Force and James Madison.
3: I'm taking James Madison.
2: I am, too. You know they're ranked in men's basketball. Well.
3: You know, I don't keep up with basketball, but but they're a great addition.
2: I'm just telling you, they're getting it done. Yep,
3: great addition to
2: the Sun Belt. Utah State, Georgia State in the Idaho Potato Bowl. It's going to be cold. Georgia State ain't going to like that. I'm going to take Utah State.
3: I'm going to take Georgia State. We're going to be on the opposite side of that. Got to have an upset in here somewhere, Monty.
2: Eastern Michigan, South Alabama, and the Ventures Bowl. South Alabama. I agree. Las Vegas Bowl, Northwestern versus Utah. Here's a case where I don't know who's playing for Utah, but I got to go
3: Utah. I'm taking Northwestern. I've been really impressed with what they've done and how they've rallied that group. I'm going to take Northwestern.
2: I'm thinking you know some things I don't.
3: I don't. <laughs> San Jose. I don't.
2: San Jose
3: versus. Oh, they had an interim coach, and they made him the full time guy. So I'm taking it.
2: San Jose State versus Coastal Carolina.
3: It's your turn.
2: Hawaii, Bo. I'm taking San Jose State.
3: <laughs> I want to take Coastal Carolina. San Jose's a ten point favorite, so I'm, I'm going to take San Jose.
2: Yeah, I don't even know the lines here. Um, Quick Lane Bowl, Minnesota versus Bowling Green.
3: I'm taking Bowling Green.
2: We'll row that boat. First Responder Bowl, Rice, Texas State. I'm taking Texas State. I am, too. Guaranteed Rate Bowl, UNLV versus Kansas. Kansas. Agree. Tulane versus Virginia Tech, Military Bowl.
3: Virginia Tech.
2: I agree. Tulane quarterback out. West Virginia, North Carolina.
3: Uh, As much as I hate to do it, I am taking West Virginia.
2: I am too. Carolina quarterback opt out. Louisville, USC. Holiday Bowl. I think it means more to Louisville. I'm taking the Cardinals. Oklahoma State versus Texas a and
3: and m
2: Gosh, I hate picking them, but I'm going to.
3: I do, too.
2: SMU, Boston College, I'm riding the ponies.
3: Ponies, man. Oklahoma State's tailback's not playing, so I don't think that's a hard pick. No.
2: Miami and Florida and Rutgers. Running out of time.
3: I'm going to take Rutgers.
2: I am, too, up in New York. Pop-Tarts Bowl, Kansas State and Carolina State. Good game. (laughs)
3: Say say that again, Pop-Tarts Bowl.
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) I'm going to take the Wildcats.
2: I am, too. Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma, Arizona. God, this hurts me. Arizona. I am, too. I think that guy might be coach of the year.
3: He might be. All
2: right, Preston. Appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. And, hey, have a great Christmas, buddy.
3: Ho, 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 Monty. Same to you.
2: All righty, bro. See ya. That'll do it for today on All Sports Talk. Uh, Everybody have a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you next time.
1: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womick, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.